The What's This Full House Edition podcast is part of the What's This Edition podcast network, where you can check out other great shows like the What's This Disney Edition podcast, where Amy and Savannah go really deep into the Walt Disney collection from start to finish. So check out those other great shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other really great platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Well, hello there and welcome to the Full House Rewatch Podcast. I am your host, Amy, and I just, guys, I just watched, even though I've seen it one trillion times, I finished watching episode one of season one of Full House. This one aired September 22nd, 1987. The title of this episode is our very first show, so it's quite appropriate. It is the very first show, the very first episode of this amazing show. So I'm going to give a little bit of a synopsis, if you're not familiar with Full House, about what it's about and just, just a little description. So After the unfortunate loss of his wife, Pam, Danny Tanner must learn how to raise his three daughters, DJ, Stephanie, and Michelle, with his lifelong friend, Joey Gladstone, and brother-in-law, Jesse Kinsopoulos. So it's starring your favorite comedy trio, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, and John Stamos. So this is Full House has become a staple of American family television and a phenomenon. So the theme song is Everywhere You Look, sung by Jesse Frederick, and it was written by Jesse Frederick, Jeff Franklin, and Barrett Salvoy. So Jeff Franklin um, was also the creator of Full House, and he was the director most of the time through the years um, as episodes go. But This very first show was written by Jeff Franklin, and it was actually directed by Joel Zwick. So, it's got a different uh, director. Joel Zwick directed a lot of episodes, and um, this show was the amazing comedy in this show. Amazing. So, the, uh, what's a fun fact, kind of, kind of, I guess, is the opening scene, the opening credit sequence in the first season is actually a lot longer than it is in a lot of the other seasons. The entire theme song is played in its entirety. So you're seeing these scenes of San Francisco and they actually used doubles in these scenes where it looks like they're actors in San Francisco. So they used uh, two little girls and they used a Danny Tanner double in the scene where they're fishing off of the bridge those are not actually the uh, actors. Those are doubles. So that's kind of interesting. Then they shot the other scenes with the actors in L.A. around town and things like that. 
So in this credit sequence, um, there was no credit at this point given to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen of playing the part of Michelle because they didn't know at this point how long they were going to be in it, if they could write them in enough. And as time went on, Jeff Franklin wrote them in more and gave them the name Mary Kate Ashley Olsen to make it seem like it was one person, but in fact, he used the twins. So how was this show created? Well, Jeff Franklin wrote produ- and produced uh, some episodes of Laverne and Shirley, and he wrote two movies, he wrote some screenplays, but they didn't want to make this company that he was working for, didn't want to make movies anymore, so they asked him to write a TV pilot, which this was his dream. So he always wanted to write a TV pilot, and he had some ideas already kind of put back in his brain, so he wrote it very quickly, and it was going to be called The House of Comics. Like, how weird would have that, that, that would have been very strange. But more, but more family-oriented, so he brought in the three kids. And he, women are more likely to watch a sitcom like this than men are, so he wanted to kind of give the idea of these guys being moms, in a sense. So the key was to have three Mr. Moms going on, and instead of later on when they were deciding on, oh, well, should we have three full comics in this house? It might be full of shenanigans. We don't know. So they they still kept the comic in place, I guess. Um, so they, they took away two of the comics. So now we have one comic, one musician, and one newscaster. So you have your comic, which is Joey. Your musician, you have that's Jesse, and your newscaster, which is Danny Tanner. So a little bit non-traditional family here. And the um, it was like families are all different. Um, so this was pitched back in December of 1986. And it was approved to be shot as a pilot in February of 1987. So it was only three months of any kind of changes that they wanted to make before it was approved in 1987. So the role of uh, Uncle Jesse was, uh, it was an obvious choice to cast John Stamos as Uncle Jesse. He's America's favorite uncle. Have mercy. So (laughs) Jesse and Jeff Franklin, they went out to eat together and they talked about everything but Full House. So at the end of their meeting, John Stamos just asked Jeff, hey, there's only one thing I want to change. And it's the name. Can we change it from Uncle Adam to Uncle Jesse? So Jeff Franklin really liked this idea, and they decided to go for it. So if you guys if you guys watch Full House, you will notice this. And if you're a, a big fan like myself, you'll notice that Jesse's last name changes. Um, it changes from Cochran to Katsopolis. But in the first season, his last name is Cochran. But later, it's changed to Katsopolis to accommodate. John Stamos' actual Greek heritage. So he wanted to bring a little bit of personal life to his character. So here we go. The first, um, Danny and Jesse, they go into uh, a room that's full of pink bunnies. So this, this sequence is really important if you're a Full House fanatic. So this scene is the first official 
hug moment in Full House. And this became an actual trademark of this family. There, as I watched the first episode, I was trying to count how many times hugs were given, but I kind of was, I was too distracted with other things. So I'll have to go back and tally the, up the hugs because I'm going to find out how many times they hug in each episode. It's going to be a lot of tedious work for myself, but I will do it. I will do it for you guys. So the character of Danny Tanner, there were two choices to be cast. Um, there was obviously Bob Saget and Paul Reiser, who was doing Mad About You at the time. And I remember uh, I watched that show with my mom. I actually really liked it. But Paul Reiser said he would rather do that show. And Bob Saget actually was under the contract of the CBS morning show at the time. So he couldn't just up and leave the CBS morning show and come do Full House. So they looked elsewhere and they found a guy named John Posey. And guys, listen. If you own the DVD of season one, you need to go on on the first disc, on the bonus features, there's an unaired pilot of, of the episode one. And it's this guy, John Posey, as Danny Tanner. And it is... I mean, he's not a terrible actor, but it's just strange to see somebody else playing the role of Danny Tanner when Bob Saget has always been Danny Tanner, and it's just kind of, it's just a little bit strange. But John Posey's performance as Danny Tanner was what actually kind of sold the show to the network. So we go on here, and so they had casted John Posey as Danny Tanner, but then a little bit of time went on, and Bob Saget's contract ended with CBS Morning Show, and Bob wanted the role of Danny Tanner. So Jeff Franklin was like up and down with this. It tortured him. Like, who was he going to pick? Was he going to pick John Posey? Pretty much he gave the job to him already. Or go with his original choice of casting Bob Saget as Danny, as Danny Tanner. Um, he just felt that Danny Tanner, or Bob Saget, sorry, would fit the character of Danny Tanner a little bit better than John Posey. So they actually had to reshoot all of the scenes that were shot with John Posey with Bob Saget. And so if you notice, guys, that Michelle is actually older in the scenes with Bob Saget than she was in the scenes with John Posey because there was a six-month difference between the time John Posey was there and Bob Saget was there. So they had to reshoot all those scenes, which is crazy because Michelle and all the other people, they had to, they had to shoot these scenes like twice. I would be so aggravated. Anyway, so Jesse and Joey are talking to um, Michelle, okay? And so the, Jeff Franklin took this kind of, <clears throat> they took this sequence where Jesse and Joey are talking to Michelle and she's in her crib and there's a scene where um, Joey is being very comedic. He's doing a lot of impressions. He does the sprinkler with his he has a soda, and he actually showed this sequence to a theater of about 300 people who were testing the scenes by a dial in front of them. So they would, they would turn it to the right if they really liked it, or turn it to the left if they didn't really like it that much. So during this, this scene in particular, the dials were going all the way up 
to the right. And people were loving it. They thought it was so funny, this changing diaper scene with Jesse and Joey. It cracks me up every time I watch it. It's so hilarious. So we have Jesse and Joey. One of them's grabbing her arms. One of them's grabbing her legs. And they're walking like backwards down the stairs. They bring her to the kitchen. Um to change her diaper. And um, what's really interesting about this scene is, and and with any scene that was done with Mary-Kate Nashley in the first season was, they were still really, really young. They started filming the show when they were seven and a half months old. So they could only be on the set in a scene for one minute at a time each. So they would have to switch out the twins every minute every minute and it would cause a lot of delays but that was the only way that they could have an actual baby baby in the show was to have twins to play one character which is really quite clever and so all right as we're going on here okay so the role of Joey Gladstone um, they auditioned several different guys to play Joey and Dave Coulier was kind of one of those guys that just kind of came in and totally nailed it. So he worked, he just worked out perfectly for the role of Joey. Dave Coulier is pretty much Joey Gladstone. And um, okay, so the the role of DJ, they auditioned about 10 or 15 girls, but Candace Cameron was so natural and had such a great delivery of her lines. They decided to cast Candace Cameron as DJ Tanner. So here we have the role of Stephanie. And she had a guest spot on a show called Valerie. And Jeff Franklin saw this little guest spot. She was only four years old at the time. And her timing was absolutely perfect. Her comedic timing, her delivery. As a four-year-old child, I was like not even close to this this brilliance. Jody Sweden and Stephanie Tanner. Stephanie Tanner is my favorite character in the Full House series, big time. I can relate to her so much. We're both metal kids. So uh, she was so relatable to me, and I always loved Stephanie. So now the role of Michelle. So they definitely wanted and needed to use twins. So they had actually 10 sets of twins come in, and they kind of just eliminated the pairs as the day went on and the Olsen twins were the last ones left pretty much so they were seven months old when the show started and they ended the show when they were eight years old and you guys definitely know that Mary Kate and Ashley have like one of the biggest empires in the world and they became the youngest self-made millionaires in the world so at the time by season by uh season two there were there's this thing called a TVQ score. So it kind of shows who the most famous celebrity is at that time. And so number one was Bill Cosby. Obviously, there was the Cosby show. He was doing a lot of commercials and things like that. He was super famous. Then second was Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Two little babies were like the second most famous people at that time. So Jeff Franklin wrote a movie specifically for them, and I used to love this movie as a kid. It's called To Grandmother's House We Go, and they, oh, I love that movie. So it was their first real big success outside of the full house, and it pretty much launched their entire empire. So, 
so again, um, there's a lot of scenes towards the end of these episodes that, that are called heart scenes or they're, they're heart to heart talks, healing power of love and family and talking about your problems. There's always some kind of a lesson given at the end of an episode where, the child or even the adult learns something new about the situation. So even after season one ended, they were all really close as a family. And it's amazing how if you work with somebody for a few months, you can become that close because they all did. And they ended up taking a trip to Hawaii together at one point. So... I, I thought this was pretty interesting. I'm going to go ahead and dissect the episode here. And I kind of did a little bit considering the actors and things like that. But I'm just going to go ahead and, and go through. So I noticed this too. The first actor to appear on the screen is Claire Tanner. And I uh, will have to find out who plays her. I'm not quite sure at the moment. But... um that's Danny's mother, who's been living with them and helping out since Pam died. But Jesse and Joey are moving in, so she is leaving. And D Danny's parents, both of his parents, are still living. And DJ and Stephanie are mad because Grandma's leaving. Uh. So then we get a perfect shot of the famous blue square kind of a couch that is seen throughout the series, and if you watch Fuller House, it comes back again later on, which is great. So, they announce DJ and Steph have to share a room. Dun, dun, dun. So, Jesse enters carrying his guitar in a bag, like one bag full of stuff, I guess, clothes, Whatever. He's wearing full-on motorcycle wear, leather jacket. He's wearing this blue Henley shirt, which comes back later, and just a pair of jeans. So he's talking to Danny on this famous couch. And I noticed this, too. If you're a fan of Full House, you'll know what the Smash Club is. And Jesse said, I was at the Smash Club last night. So... It's a place that he really, really enjoys going to, and you'll find out way later in the series why he loves the Smash Club so much. And so he rides his Harley, and he ends up in Reno, Nevada, where he meets Vanessa during a show called Razzle Dazzle 87, and it's in a casino because she has to leave, and he says something about a casino, but she... She has to go do a Bob Hope special with Bob Hope. And at 4 minutes 37 seconds, oh yes, I did time codes. You better believe I did time codes. Okay, 4 minutes 37 seconds, this running gag through the show, <laughs> Stephanie says, um, or Jesse says, well, I don't want to play ballerina. Stephanie goes, yes, he does. Then Jesse says, no, he doesn't. And then Stephanie, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. And it's this, it's this cute little thing that Stephanie does for a really long time. And then eventually Michelle picks it up when she's a little older. But we'll get there. Okay, so Stephanie really likes ballet, which plays a role later on in the show as well. So Joey enters the house. The house. 
Ugh. Holding a giant pile of clothes. And he announces that they're all dirty. So Joey lives in the living room alcove for free. It's like, if you knew... If you... If Danny knew that Joey was coming to live with them, you would think he would, like, try and make a better kind of room for him instead of living in, like, a side hole in the wall of the living room and having, like, a cot to sleep on and giving Jesse, like, a full-blown bedroom. I just thought it was kind of cheap. They kind of skimped out Joey a little bit. So, anyway. Anyway. Um... Joey is a comic right off the bat. You can tell that he's going to be the funny guy through the show. And Jesse gets introduced to Stephanie's old room, which is covered in pink bunnies, which I've already talked about. The first hug, 6 minutes, 58 seconds, which is a big, big deal because hugs are play a huge role in this show. So Pam, the one who passed away, who was Danny's wife, she was Jesse's older sister. That's announced at 7 minutes, 29 seconds. So DJ and Stephanie, um, so DJ separates their room now with this yellow streamer. She cuts it in half with the streamer. And Stephanie crawls up the curtains and kind of crawls over across the wall. And she says, I'll find a way out. And DJ obviously pulls the, uh, the pull cord for the curtains and Stephanie gets pushed back to her side. So in the girls' room, here we are in the girls' room. So we have DJ has all these posters behind her bed. And I couldn't really make out who they are. They look like girl bands of some kind. And I couldn't really make out, if you guys know what they are, please let me know. So you can see, you can actually see, I was freaking, I was freaking out. You can see DJ's pillow person on Stephanie's side of the room. On at 8 minutes 25 seconds and I was like oh my goodness pillow person pillow person is a big deal for DJ and so then they pan over to DJ and she's got a dictionary by her bed and her phone that looks like a pair of lips so DJ rolls yeah DJ rolls Stephanie back over to her own side of the room and Danny has to leave to do a special called boxers highly skilled athletes or bullies in shorts. So he's a sportscaster for, I don't remember what company, but this is the first time you, and then they, they change the scene. So, and you're seeing that this is the first time that they're showing the exterior of the famous full house house from the outside at nine minutes, 46 seconds. And so now we're in Michelle's room and Joey is holding a soda. This is the scene I was talking about that was raided with the dials, okay? So he's, like, holding a soda. We have Barney Bear up on the wall, and Joey asks, Jesse, what if she needs to be changed? And I will get back with you on this right after I take a really short break, all right? I'll see you guys. Welcome back to the Full House Rewatch Podcast. We are still getting into episode one. Guys, this is crazy, okay? So Joey is in now in Michelle's room trying to get her to stop crying by doing these comedic acts and these comedic things. And in the background, you can see that Michelle's Barney the Bear 
is on her wall. Guys, that's so cool. You'll find out later, too, that Barney the bear is very important to Michelle. And so Joey asks, what if she needs to be changed? And Jesse says, check it out. Like, he ain't, he's not going, he's not going in. Okay, so Joey goes and checks and says, we have a winner. And my mom says that all the time. Oh, me and my mom are super fans of this show. And so they're going to go attempting to change this diaper. So they're, yes, they take her down to the kitchen and they put her in a pot. And Jesse says the funniest thing. He says, you can't put a living thing in a pot. Use a meat rack. So they put down a meat rack and a towel inside this pot. And then they put Michelle inside the pot. So they take off the diaper. But Stephanie says, are you going to cook Michelle? And they say, we're changing her diaper. She then responds with, oh, then, how do you roast a turkey? <laughs> it's just hilarious that she delivered that so well. So Joey puts the diaper in like a Tupperware container. Jesse says, good thinking, keep it fresh. <laughs> so the container, and they start spraying her little tushy with water, and they fan her fanny with a little tiny mini fan. And they use paper towels as a diaper, so they're wrapping her up in these paper towels, and they put this little, like, net thing. And that's at 13 minutes, 43 seconds. That's so funny. And you can, at, no, 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 at 13 minutes, 43 seconds, you can actually see Michelle starting to cry, and Joey is using his Elmo voice really quietly. But you can see it if you, if you pause it on that 13 minutes, 43 seconds, you can hear Joey using his Elmo voice to try and calm her down because at that point, there was too much stimulus going on for this baby. I'm like, that's a lot. She was just carried, but I'm sure, like I mentioned, they were switching the twins out every minute or so, so it was probably very stimulating for the for the twins and maybe a little bit too much. Um, so they put a net around Michelle's bottom half, and then Stephanie shows them where the diapers are. And they say, well, why didn't you tell us you had the diapers? She's like, nobody asked me. Okay. So Danny now comes home from work, and the house is completely trashed with baby clothes. At 14 minutes, 36 seconds, you can see Joey's alcove, and you can see his two Popeye dolls, one of Popeye, one of olive oil and his giant Mr. Potato Head, all of these elements of Joey's personality and comic style come back many times later, and they involve those items. There's also a mannequin that Joey has, like a creepy, realistic-looking mannequin that's standing in his alcove, and they're always matching. They're wearing all this, like, the same outfit, like, every episode or every day, I guess, to see, like, he has, like, two sets of clothes that he puts one on him and one on himself. I don't know. It's kind of strange, but that's Joey Gladstone for you. All right, so the doorbell rings, and it's Vanessa, the showgirl from Wrestle Dazzle 87. So Jesse answers the door, and we hear for the very first time at 14 minutes, 48 seconds, have mercy. So we have the have mercy, the first one ever. So the airport's fogged in, so she can't leave for the Bob Hope special. 
And she said, well, Jesse can, I guess Jesse offered her previously for her to stay with him. And we have a kiss between Jesse and Vanessa at 15 minutes and four seconds. So Stephanie walks in from the kitchen into the living room and wants to play ballerina. But Jesse wants her to go play with DJ, but DJ's moved out. So Jesse, Joey, and Danny go up to see where she went. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at 15 minutes, 36 seconds, this was like kind of weird to me. Jesse takes Vanessa's hand and says, come on. But when they get upstairs, Vanessa isn't there. So I didn't know where she went until a little bit later in the episode. She actually goes into Jesse's room and waits for him to be done dealing with all the drama of where DJ is. And... Um, she's, I guess, waiting in there for Jesse. And so Stephanie knows where DJ is, but doesn't say anything because, again, nobody asked her. All right. So DJ actually moved into the garage. And guys, listen. She's talking on the phone to the one and only Kimmy Gibbler. So we learn a lot of things right here about Kimmy Gibbler, Okay. She's, well, well, DJ is sitting on a lawn lounger chair and she's using some tires that are stacked up as a bedside table. And at 16 minutes, 34 seconds is the first mention of Kimmy. She had, Kimmy has her own phone and her own room. And guys, get this. Kimmy has three sisters, three sisters. I'm, I'm finding some not consistent things going to be popping up here because that is not true. I mean, it might have been for this episode, but it's not. No. At, um, and at 17 minutes, 30 seconds, Joey comes down and does a Cosby impression and enter Stephanie and Stephanie says Michelle is hungry, so Danny and Joey leave, leaving Jesse to confront DJ about moving back into the house. So Jesse tries to bribe DJ for $5 at 18 minutes, 52 seconds to move back in, and DJ says 50. Jesse says 10. DJ says 49. She only went down a buck. So the final offer for DJ to move back into the house from Uncle Jesse is $21. So Danny had suggested to Vanessa, um, maybe you should go sleep on the couch because of the girls. You know, it might be weird. So Vanessa got mad and left. So enter DJ. Since Vanessa left, the deal was off and Jesse wants his $21 back. So DJ is now sad about losing her mom. Grandma's leave, leaving and then she loses her own room. And so... Danny and DJ have this very close heart-to-heart -heart conversation, and they both feel the same, but they're going to get through it because they're a family. They're a strong American family, and they love each other, and they're going to hug it out like tanners do. So they hug it out, and they all go into the living room, and Michelle is singing. Okay. She's like babbling. And Danny's like, no, she's singing. And Joey goes, I'll handle this, and starts singing the Flintstones theme song. And they all join in and run, like, not run, but like kind of walk and do like this little dance thing around her playpen. And 
That, guys, is episode one, our very first show. This, oh, you also find out in this episode that DJ is 10 years old. You don't find out any other, anybody else's ages, but I did some research on this, and, 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 in season one, episode 11, it is Danny Tanner's 30th birthday. So during this episode, Danny Tanner is 29 years old. Which means he had DJ when he was 19. So, so I'm just kind of pointing that out. Because he definitely does not look 29. And I don't know how long he was married to Pam before they had DJ. Or if they were married at all. That's not ever clear. But I think it's kind of interesting that Danny is 29 and has three daughters. He's a widow a widower already, and he's got his best friend and his brother-in-law living with him. No wonder he's a clean freak. But again, we will get to why and how he becomes a clean freak. Guys, this is all psychological. It's insane. Okay, um, if I had anything else, I would share it. So again, this podcast will be covering every episode in order of the Full House television series that ran from 1987 to 1995. Guys, this is going to be so much fun. I have so much unlimited Full House knowledge that I might even get sick of doing it. No, that's not true. That won't happen. I talk about Full House every single day of my life, even if I don't realize it. So if you guys have any cool fun facts or things that I didn't talk about, please, please tell me because I want to be able to share information that I don't know about something that I really love. Okay, so please, please let me know. All right, guys. Again, I am your host, Amy. And if you would like to hear more from me, you can check out my other podcast called What's This Disney Edition Podcast. That one I host with my BFF Savannah. We talk about all things Disney. We talk about all things Walt Disney, Mickey Mouse. We've only had three episodes so far, but we are getting really close to getting into the real full-length animated features. That's a lot of cool stuff, so go check it out. That's the What's This Disney Edition podcast that's hosted by me and Savannah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I can't wait to do more. I want to watch all of them now. Oh, goodness. So thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. The Full House Edition podcast has no affiliation with Full House or the Warner Brothers Studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.